Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Rory Heaton. Thanks, Roz. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Lovely to see you all. Um, So we're going to carry on the story of Saul today. And yesterday, Jamie spoke to us about Saul's conversion and encouraged us that the radically rescued rescue radically. What a lovely tongue twister that is. The radically rescued people like Saul, who are so far from God, yet who God totally transformed to rescue others. The radically rescued rescue radically. And what we come to this morning is Saul's commissioning into his transformed life and his ministry. So we're going to read Acts 9 verses 10 to 19 together. Here we go. In Damascus, there is a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I've heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, the Lord has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptised and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Now, there's so much in this passage that I could talk about and I'd love to talk about, but I've only got a few minutes. So we're just going to look at this idea of commission. What is Saul's commission here? Um, And so what is it? What is God's plan for Saul? And if we think back in the story three days, Saul was coming to Damascus to persecute Christians. And then God says that this is the plan for Saul in verse 15. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. That's the plan, that Saul will preach the gospel to the whole world, to all Jews, Gentiles and their kings, from the highest to the lowest in society, to every nation, tribe and tongue that he comes to. The persecutor would become the preacher. But how is God going to commission him? Is it going to be some kind of royal ceremony with celebrities and fanfares and flashing lights and a medal of honour and a confetti cannon? Not at all. We find Saul sat in a room in Damascus, blind without food and water for three days. Not really the state you'd imagine him to be in for his great commissioning. And then we find out that it's just some random Christian that's coming to commission him. This is the only place in the whole Bible that we find this Ananias. He gets a lowly nine verses. He's no different to me or to you um, at all. But it's Ananias' humility and his faith that makes him this perfect candidate to commission Saul. He's so aware of how dangerous Saul is, but he's even more trusting in the Lord. And we see that in his conversation with God in verses 10 to 16. He's quick to trust God and he is faithful in his actions. 
So let's have a look at this commission. What does Ananias do when he comes to Saul? Um, and I think it can all be summed up in three types of healing that happen to Saul. So the first thing that God does is that he brings emotional healing to Saul through Ananias. Ananias welcomes Saul as brother. Remember three days previously, they would have been anything but brothers. But now, as if they were the closest of companions, Ananias embraces Saul as family. What amazing compassion in the face of persecution. And then the second thing is God brings physical healing. Ananias tells Saul that Jesus has sent him so that you may see again. And what happens? Verse 18, immediately something like scales fall from Saul's eyes and he could see again. God heals Saul's physical body. And then the third thing is spiritual healing. God brings spiritual healing to Saul. Ananias continues, um, Jesus has sent me so that you may be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happens? Verse 18, he got up and was baptised by the Holy Spirit. We know that our spiritual transformation only happens by the power and the work of God's Spirit. So when we hear of Saul being filled with the Holy Spirit, we know that God is healing his heart and his soul. And we'll see tomorrow the immediate impact that that had on Saul. We'll see how the radically rescued begins to radically rescue others. But I want, what I want us to focus on today is that the way that God uses Ananias. Ananias is this humble, pretty unknown disciple, but he used, God uses him to commission the most influential church leader there has ever been. Ananias, who we know nothing about, apart from he was quick to trust in the word of the Lord and faithful to God's word in his actions. So as we come to pray today for everything that's going to be happening in our physical church building in the coming days and weeks, can I encourage us all to be like Ananias? Let us be quick to listen to and to trust God's voice, both in scripture and in prayer. Maybe you may even feel like God is putting something or someone on your heart right now. And then let's make ourselves available to respond faithfully to whatever God is asking us to do. What if God was commissioning you right now to play the role like Ananias did in someone else's transformation? And let's be practical about it. Let's be bold in inviting people to try church online or even in the building this week. Let's be bold to invite people to try Alpha starting again this coming Tuesday. And as we do all these things, let's be praying that it would be God that is bringing the transformation through the healing and saving work of his Holy Spirit. So God, we pray right now that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would bring emotional, physical and spiritual healing to our friends and family who don't yet know you. God, we ask that you would reveal Jesus to them. And for us, Lord, would you help us to still the voices of this world and create space for us to hear your voice? God, I pray you do that right now in this HDC daily meeting. Help us to be available to respond to your call in our lives and to make disciples of every nation. Lord, do that work in us too, we pray. Make us vessels ready for your kingdom work. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Rory. This morning, we are praying for HTC on the common, that as people come into church, they would know physical, emotional and spiritual healing. So we're praying for the food bank on the common on Friday mornings, for the prayer space as in church on a Wednesday, and a Friday, and for the reopening of the church for services this Sunday. Thanks for listening to HTC Daily. Come on, come on.